Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're We're lost lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I am Adam Busher, joined as always by Juliet Papa Russell. That's me. (laughs) Now before we get started, uh, JP, I gotta take my back medicine real quick. Uh, I'm on two. I'm on two types of medication. One pill makes me bigger, and one pill makes me small. <laughs> Today we're talking about White Rabbits, the fifth episode of season one and the fifth episode overall. Our central character is reluctant leader of the middle section survivors, and everyone's second favorite drunk as fuck medical practitioner, <laughs> Doctor Jack Shepard, M.D. White Rabbit takes place on the sixth day after the crash of Oceanic Flight Eight One Five. JP. That's me. Got a recap? I do. Let's have it. On this episode, our survival struggle with consuming enough water. That is, you know, unless you're Joanna. <laughs> Has anybody seen my dad? Claire's condition worsens as she begins to faint more than a Victorian-era housewife. Has anyone seen my dad? And we're told that Kate is a Gemini. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> My dad was just here. He must have gone out for smokes again. And Locke and Jack have a sweaty roll around on the ground together. I've had a lot of dreams that start that way. We have a guest today. (laughs) As we do. Just like Uh, we did last last episode and the one before that and the Uh, one before that. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Chrissy. (laughs) Chrissy. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Uh, Chrissy, um, we like to ask our guests... You know what? Uh, what their relationship is with the television program Lost? Uh, are you a fan? Have you watched it before? Did you watch Lost in its original run? Am I a fan? That's a big question. Um, I feel like I am not so much a fan as I am closely tied to it, much like the central character. Very reluctant. Okay. <laughs> so I did not watch it during its original run. Um, it just wasn't the kind of thing that uh, my family was watching. Instead, sure. we were watching all of the different versions of CSI that were on at the time. Because I think there were like four, maybe. <laughs> so that's, we were that seems like a really instead. low number. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was five. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I did uh, end up watching Lost eventually. But it wasn't until I wrote it down uh, the summer of 2012. Okay. Okay. Um, I had chosen to stay on campus for a boy that I had just started dating, and then he immediately Ooh. broke up with me. Oh, um, <laughs> So I was like uh, alone on campus. All of my roommates were gone, and I was just very sad. So I was working at this uh, sushi restaurant that was just going bankrupt, and that was <laughs> the only time I had contact with people. Um, so then after each of my shifts, I would like bike home and then just get really stoned and watch Lost. <laughs> like the, the the foundation of this story sounded like kind of a bummer, but then you got to the end and I was like, fuck yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Sounds single pretty good. And loving it, or maybe not, but like single and just baked watching 
lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. It's, yeah. I can think of worse nights, you know? Yeah, it's it's either the exact way you should or the exact way you should not watch this show. I don't know which one it is, but there we'll, are, we'll figure that out. There are two ways, and I don't know which one that is, but... Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, like, all the cliffhangers gave me something forward or something to look forward to, I but you, guess. But you watched so. the whole thing then, so, like, you, you, so you've seen it yeah. start to finish. Okay. Yeah, so I think I must have um, some kind of feelings about like, oh, this is what I should turn to when I'm not feeling good now because I started rewatching it at the beginning of pandemic. Mm. Oh no! Um, so I was doing like a like a Discord um, like group watch with a couple of friends okay. uh, for a bit, and I think we got to like mid season two, but then we got into a fight about boundaries like with COVID and stuff. So then we stopped watching it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, well, when you're when you're not um, watching Lost by yourself, stoned out of your mind, um, what what sort of things do you typically tend to watch? Are you uh, into sort of prestige television? Are you into you know network comedies? What what sort of things do you watch? Um, so I tend to just watch the same things that I like over and over again. Um, like it's just a huge comfort to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch new shows often, um, so I feel like my Top three favorites are probably um, X Files, which I'm doing a run through mm-hmm. with Jacob right now. Fuck yeah. yeah. Otherwise, one of my other favorite series is uh, Peep Show. Fucking love Peep Show. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so good. I so love. Good. I also love uh, Catastrophe on Amazon Prime. I feel like that's, that's like very good too. Yeah. One of the lesser known ones that I like. Yeah, but, more people um, should know about that because that is like it. it it's um, it's very consumable because of the short seasons. Um, right. But so fucking entertaining yeah it's so funny and they're also still able to make it so sad (laughs) i I haven't finished it i've I've, uh i got to the end of season three so i still have to i still have to finish or get caught up are they still making catastrophes and another another season coming no Ah, no it's over unfortunately yeah i think i I have the last season to watch i only Mm -hmm. watched the first season of true detective on repeat so i don't know what the fuck you two are talking about right now (laughs) So, um, I, we, you know, we like to ask people what they do. Um, Chrissy, you you are very much like one of our, our previous guests that we had on, Tom, who it's hard to describe you. Uh, I feel like every time we talk, I learn about something new that you have done in your life professionally or recreationally. Um, so how, how would you describe yourself? Man. I would say mostly past the time. <laughs> That's a wonderful answer, and I love uh, it. Yeah, I collect I collect hobbies, and then uh, my mom always convinces me to try to monetize them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just so capitalism think, soaking into everybody's brain. <laughs> love it, love. It. I mean, so my good. my mom's an immigrant, so. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, no. Uh, so I was. Just over the last couple of years, I was working full time as a photographer mm-hmm. uh, and then pandemic hit and right. all of my weddings got rescheduled. So now I am back in tech. I am working as a product manager. Um, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's fine. Uh, 
Y'all want to get into this? Yeah, we probably should, eh? White Rabbit originally aired on October 20th, 2004. It was written by Christian Taylor and directed by Kevin Hooks. You may recognize Christian Taylor's writing on shows like Six Feet Under and Star Wars The Clone Wars, the two most mm. different shows in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. He was also nominated for an Oscar in 1992 for Best Live Action Short for his NYU thesis film, The Lady in Waiting. That same year, Kevin Hooks directed Passenger 57 with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? That, that's Chuck's position right there. What a time to be alive. <laughs> White Rabbit. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to go through this at breakneck speed because I, I think this might have the most amount of scenes in an episode that we've done so far, just in terms of like quantity of yeah, maybe. this this character interacting with this character cut to another scene because like my notes are just chaos you know how i normally write down at least like what a scene is so that mm-hmm. i can keep track like there were some of them where i was just like nothing happened here and i didn't even bother writing it down. right yeah there's a lot of that uh, this episode starts in flashback this was yeah. and i know like this is the first like this is the fifth episode of the show even though this is the what 20th episode of our podcast like <laughs> yeah this is for, for lost this this was the first one that started in flashback the first yeah. the four prior to this started on the eye. we start with an eye uh, here we go cla- just you know some classic schoolyard bullying some kids <laughs> beating the shit out of some other kids um i only have one note for this scene uh was that the kid from malcolm in the middle <laughs> <laughs> i I think is it? I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I was like that kid looks a lot like Reese, but I didn't bother to look it up. Malcolm in the Middle was uh, too white of a show for my Asian family to watch, so I couldn't confirm. Uh, Chrissy, it's too white of a show for anyone's family to watch. <laughs> so where do we go from there? Uh, there's someone in the water. Mm-hmm. Jack's zoning out, and uh, somebody is drowning, and mm-hmm. we are going to have to spend ten minutes on just this scene motherfucker okay so like last <laughs> night so last night i'm getting ready to watch the show uh and I, I i got three and a half minutes into the show and i immediately i like i immediately sent jp a message i was like i i'm already fucking heated <laughs> all right <laughs> so like here's the thing so this person's drowning right the, and yes. jack's just kind of like yes. yeah staring in yes. the middle distance um mm-hmm. and and so charlie comes running over and he's like there's somebody in the water uh, somebody's drowning you gotta go get him i don't swim yeah. Okay, so like I know that like people watching Lost in 2004 weren't watching it out of order. Charlie can swim like a motherfucker, and we yeah. found that out way later. Like right. he, he's he, like he well he can't swim like but like he he can swim he can swim just fine. He learned how to swim in a pool with his dad in Manchester. Uh, he was he he pretended to be like all England mm-hmm. Olympic pool whatever. But, right, he was able to dive down to the looking glass, which <gasps> like I know I would drown after about yeah. six inches. So yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can swim just fine. Swim. Also, this person is caught in a riptide. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? You are just going to get yourself caught in the riptide. Exactly. That's That's been me. What? I, in a riptide? <laughs> I have been the person caught in the riptide. Oh, shit. And then one of my friends, the Charlie, ran out to go get friends. And the first person who tried to save me also got caught in the riptide. <gasps> oh, shit. So then our second friend had to come and save both of us. Fuck. So this scene was really like. <laughs> oh my Jesus. That's that's honestly like something that terrifies me about swimming in like the ocean is riptides. Well, yeah, and I, I have been like Joanna. What's it called? <laughs> Thaslophobia or whatever, like the fear of like abysses and shit like that. So like yeah. I yeah I I I would never even 
put myself right. in a situation and be caught in a riptide. Fuck, that's terrifying. Well, okay. So, I was so, sure oh. I was going to die. Did you, did you do the <laughs> thing where they, they're like swim parallel to shore or like, did that help? Did they have to get a no, helicopter? No, I didn't learn like, any of those rules until after. So instead, what I did was let the waves crash over me and think about how I was surely going to die just, in that moment. Just started making peace with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I was thinking about this because like I, I can tread water i'm not like an olympic swimmer or right. anything like that like i i grew up around water mm. but i was like man i don't i don't like just swimming that distance i would be exhausted and i was like man if only they had something something to like make this rescue process easier if only there was some sort of flotation device under every seat of a fucking <laughs> yeah, airplane that's the fucking next thing i wrote i was like there, there's a plane full there's a plane full of flotation devices get 40 feet from there like why <sighs> But it's also like going back to oh Charlie was there. It's also they said that there were forty seven people on the island at that point, and you see the crowd of them gathered around the shore. Nobody else knows how to swim. That's my third note. Why didn't anybody else <laughs> go out and help? There's one person drowning. There's forty six people watching. There's nothing but life. The, the whole thing is just the, the fuselage of the plane is filled with bodies and life jackets. Well, now, guys. Someone did try to help. <laughs> Jack gets Jack gets halfway out there and he's like, I think I think I'm where where my drowny friend is. And who does he come across? Fucking class clown. Boone is always just trying to help out. Oh, man. And then this is just such bozo. classic Boone, too. Just like getting out there, doing his best, and making He's like, a, I brought pens. Yeah, making, <laughs> a, making a fucking mess. God. Like, like, where did he even come from? Jack was just like, I think I'm about there. I'm going to go under the water. And he just found this poor, dumb boy with his sloppy haircut <laughs> drowning. And I was like, just put him back <laughs> under, the, under the water. Just leave him. He's better off. He pulls him off. He's like, oh, this guy's dead already and just lets him go and keeps swimming. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so in, in, in that process, Jack is already exhausted. He doesn't have enough of, of strength to, to save Boone and get to Joanna in time. And Joanna drowns. The, I liked this shot, though, right before this happened, though. He, he, he gets Boone back to the sand and uh, and and he turns around to go out and, and head her and they, and they had this big pulling up like it must have been a crane or a jib yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. but like this cool shot of just like seeing all the, the, the crowd of 45 fucking rubberneckers and just like and Jack like going back into the surf I was like that's a cool fucking shot back in the beginning of Lost when they were still taking time to do cool shit like that so I just want to take a second to point out too like even for so early in the show we know that Kate is also like a sporty person mm-hmm. I cannot believe that it would be within her character to hang back at the shore. <laughs> this this is just Jack's Kobayashi Maru. Like this has to be his his dilemma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he has to be a hero. Yeah. yeah. Kate tried. Kate comes to comfort him, but he's like committed to wallowing. You you tried. You tried, Jack. No, I didn't. I didn't even try. Remember just a m- couple of moments ago when I mentioned that cool shot of the like he one hundred percent tried. He went yeah. like. Yeah, he's just uh, like yes, a person died, but like Jack's just feeling sorry for himself here. Like so, then we get into something that is really bothering me. Do tell. <laughs> so, uh, Jack's dad is in the water. Yeah. Uh, now, 
I understand that later on in this episode, we have a really good um, sort of spooky talk with my, with my sweet baby boy, John Locke. Um, we've watched quite a bit of this show that has happened chronologically after this episode. If Most of this, it, in fact. Yeah, right. <laughs> if, if this were at all a, a realm of reality where, where these characters act as if people in the real world would act... Um, Jack would end every one of his sentences with, by the way, I saw my dad in the jungle. Um, <laughs> because this is some fucking bonkers shit. When he's chasing his motherfucking dad around this island, mm-hmm. I was standing up doing karate kicks in my room. <laughs> I was so frustrated. I'm like, he... We just we just don't bring it up. We just yeah. don't. We this informs no decisions moving forward. It's just oh, my dad was on the island, and and uh, I'm just I've moved on with it. I'm fine with it. Like this is insane. Chronologically, this is within like a week of finding out his dad's dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> like his dad died shortly before the return flight to Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. This whole concept is insane, and I love it. Okay, to be fair, mm-hmm. though, what I will say is that, um, like, one of the big themes of this episode is like, oh, Jack needs to be a hero. Mm. Don't you think that if he was going through something tough that he would keep it to himself so that people would mm. still respect his authority? Yeah, there's some, there's some like, toxic masculinity that is just ingrained in Jack's character in that regard. But when uh, Kate is like, you're not going to tell me what you're up to. And he's like, my dad died. It's like, well, that's not what she asked. But okay, I suppose I suppose that's showing some level of vulnerability. And, and okay, that's yeah. all we can expect from Studs McBeefcake. Mm-hmm. Right. And we see this a bunch as as Jack proceeds. We are, our journey with Jack proceeds. Like in the early days, he, he very much did not want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and he would do every, every, everything he could to avoid being in charge. But then also at the same time, he would be in charge and then make everybody sh- feel shitty about putting him in charge. <laughs> right. And I've, I've brought this up a lot in the podcast about, like, who put you in charge. And, like, there still wasn't a vote taken. He's mm-hmm. just kind of like, hey, I'm just kind of de facto in charge, I guess. I'm just making decisions and people are going along with them. Um, but from what I remember back in the day is that this was, like, the first thing to happen this episode with this Christian appearing in the surf thing. This was the first thing where, like, the audience was finally like, oh, this show is not going to be about do these people get rescued. This show is going to be about other weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like you said, this is a pretty fucking bonkers thing to be happening. The next thing Thank that I have you. is uh, Michael and Walt. Um... Yeah, son, son is observing Michael and Walt. Uh, Walt's brushing his teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's using like a little bit of some sort of plant to scrub his teeth, um, which he apparently picked up from Sun. Um, Sun's watching them. Who do he says that. is the Korean lady. Oh, yeah, the Korean lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a little jarring part that made me remember, like, oh, yes, this is six days in and we're still like learning who everybody is. Right. And yeah. That was something I was like very aware of. Is they keep on trying to show little like character things like mm-hmm. this is who this person is. This is how they act. Right. And, Which yeah. and and Walt actually gets it right. Son and Jin are Korean, unlike 
hurly later. Come on, dude. But yeah, so like we have, we have a little scene here between Sun and Jin where, uh, you know, Jin notices that Sun starting to become dehydrated, says mm-hmm. something about her, her lips and, and stuff like that. Sun expresses her distress about thinking that nobody's coming, how they feel isolated because of the language barrier. Jin fucking likes it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Jin knows how to fish. Jin, Jin is probably pretty confident that he can provide. Yeah. And, and, and he's probably not wrong. He's like, you know, oh. if, if, he, if he continues to uh, adopt this isolationist sort of mentality that he's got, he can 100% provide for him and son. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Uh, just one quick note for the graphic uh, design team. A lot of drop shadow on those subtitles. A lot of drop shadow <laughs> on those subtitles. Um, then we have a classic Sawyer being a creep scene with Shannon. You want, you want me to read my synopsis of this, uh, this scene? I wrote myself a joke here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sh- Shannon goes to buy insect repellent from Sawyer. Speaking of repellent. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's pretty good for something you do. <laughs> uh the the one thing like yes what's his nickname for her like light light sticks sticks light sticks, sticks. Yeah. sticks. because of her legs the one thing that i think is an interesting sort of character shift is like you know he gives her the look of like oh you know what it'll cost you um and then she's clearly like no and then he's like uh five thousand dollars or whatever the <laughs> fucking number was like he's not he doesn't give up that easily in Subsequent episodes? Later episodes? Uh, but I mean, at this point, again, they were only on the island for like six days at this point, mm. so... But he's he's been an adult male for at least 30-something years. He should know better. <laughs> it, it, like, he can't... Even when he's not talking and just looking at a woman, like, the, how hard his male gaze just, like, l- beams out of his fucking pupils like a mm-hmm. laser. I was just like... It, it, I was like actively uncomfortable all that said his nego- his negotiation joke is kind of funny yeah, money's no whatever here and then he gets him five thousand dollars i was negotiating <laughs> that, that, what, that was actually a little funny but that's writing that's not sawyer by the way i'm a <laughs> shitty con man <laughs> sawyer is definitely somebody where like i remember when i was watching it through for the first time I was like, okay, okay, okay. This guy's like a little too one note. So mm-hmm. I was so excited when they decided to make him a character. Like a whole person, like later on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then at that point, it was kind of like, can you walk back what you have done? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot to walk back. Did they wait too long to make him a three-dimensional person? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> and Shannon was just a pair of legs, so we killed her off. Sticks. Kate and Claire. This is all part of this, like, one sort of long yeah. beach scene. Um, mm-hmm. Claire's looking Cla- for a brush. She's into astrology. We find out there's a little character nugget. Claire's like a, Claire like astrology. Uh, no shit. Kate probably is, too. Okay. Yes, she's a Gemini. It's obvious from everything. Uh, Kate probably already knows her big three. She doesn't need your help getting her fucking chart, Claire. Big we know. Three. We it fucking sounds like know. somebody else here is also kind of into astrology. Uh, it's me. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I know shit about astrology. <laughs> like big three? Like what? Like, like Your sun, your moon, and your ascendant, obviously. Oh, I was like, Anyways, uh, so we go on to Jack and Hurley talking about water. They're running low on water. Duh. Like... <laughs> I don't yeah. know why this had to be a meeting. Like, right. No this, shit. Well, I guess, I mean, here's a th- five, it's six days. This is the sixth day. They're running low now. I guess I guess they kind of had a shitload of water, but like one of them says it like, no, well, everybody was just kind of taking whatever they wanted because they thought we'd be rescued. Right. Well, and that, that does 
kind of makes sense. I guess I mean, that tracks a little yeah. bit. But I mean, we've we've talked a lot about you need to prepare to yeah. be where you are for a while. Mm-hmm. I really like that when we first see these water bottles, they look like really beaten up and sweaty and like mostly empty. But then every other time you see them in the rest of the episode, they're like 100% new and like fresh and like crack one open. <laughs> like it's never been opened before. This is, this was poured from an artesian well. <laughs> <laughs> the end of this scene is important because this is Hurley and Charlie pushing Jack to be the decision maker. To mm-hmm. he, He's like, you, you know, what are you going to do about the water? What are you going to do with the water and he asks the question we always ask anytime jack makes a decision <laughs> who put me in charge right right exactly like because yeah he pushes back he's like i'm not making a fucking decision i'm not in charge there had to be maybe no other white guys who were roughly 35 <laughs> on that island for them to decide that he was going to be in charge well and adam you've you've talked before about the the one of the big differences between our our main cast of survivors and the tailies especially is the fact that they have a doctor right you know they have anna lucia who like yes yeah, she's got basic first aid yes yeah, she's a cop so she's, she has like, a she's, an, she's lapd she's the opposite of a doctor <laughs> Uh, she's Michelle Rodriguez, who only ever plays Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> yes, uh, but- and she's a strict cop. Oh, that's so good. She's she's high with the law and lower the genes. Um, but but um, so the the fact that Jack has had yeah. to very much take the lead in all of these sort of medical things sort of just is the segue to him making the other yeah. decisions as well he he become is like his de- default de facto leader because mm-hmm. of his medical authority what if he was just a fucking chiropractor <laughs> not not to say that just chiropractor but you know what i mean but like but this is my question about this in the, this is a bit of trivia from the pilot the the character of jack shepherd was originally supposed to be killed off at the end of the pilot Really, and, and it, uh, Michael Keaton was gonna play Jack Shepard. What the oh, fuck words are you shit. saying right now? I wish, and, but but that, but that's the thing. Michael Keaton was gonna do it when Doctor Shepard was gonna die at the end of the pilot. Once they discovered that they weren't gonna have him do that, Michael Keaton didn't want to do Lost or whatever. So Dude, they got Matthew Fox. Can but you like, picture Lost with Michael fucking Keaton? <laughs> what are you saying right now? But also yeah. um, imagine Lost without. The character of Doctor Shepard. I'm loving. Like, that. How how does it? Yeah, like, I would. Where does it go? Like like <laughs> higher who, rating. Who, who do you put in charge instead of Jack? Like, does it? Did was there the writer's plan to like make it Locke or make it Kate? And then yeah, how how much of a different show is this? Yeah, with it was Kate at the helm or Locke at the helm or yeah, it would probably, yeah, 2004. It, it would have been a woman. Wasn't gonna be. Yeah, no. it would have been a white dude. So yeah, it was Locke. My yeah. sweet sweet baby boy. Fucking Boone. <laughs> Boone I would it to love be. to see Boone as like the primary focus. Oh God! They cut to cut to like five days into them surviving, and the entire island is just on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene is a, the uh, back to the flashback. Um, Jesus Christ! This was a rough one. That, yeah, uh, Jack is uh, sport and shiner. Jack, he he was protecting his friend, um, who we've technically already met. Mark Silverman, played by Zach Ward, in the future. <sighs> Oh, Best man in Jack's shit. wedding. Oh man! Uh, played by Zach Ward, who was in uh, the sh- uh, th- three seasons of the Fox uh, sitcom Titus. Um, God damn! <laughs> Christian tells Jack that he doesn't have what it takes. Then this is interesting to be able to handle failure. Normally, you'd be like, "Oh, you just don't have what it takes to be a super," you know, whatever. Christian's like, "People are gonna fail." 
I fail all the time. He doesn't say it's because he's a fucking hammered surgeon, but <laughs> but he, he says you don't have the capacity within you to handle failure. And it would almost be kind of a sweet thing to say to yeah. New York son if it didn't come with. So don't try to do good things because well, you and can't if it didn't handle come with like. By the way, this kid that was your age today died on my fucking died. operating table. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And it did not bother That's me. That's how <laughs> I open all conversations with my children. <laughs> Your cats? My zero children. <laughs> uh, no, Jacob. Oh. <laughs> Just a, a quick thing about cinematography. They do a really interesting thing in this, though, in this scene uh, where, again, the the uh, actor who plays Christian, uh, I forget his John name, Terry. but fucking amazing performance in this mm-hmm. scene. Um, but they do this interesting thing where even like he starts off talking to his son, you know, standing up and he, and he has this whole there's this obvious like power struggle like between you know, the high part of the frame and the low part of the frame, but he ends on the lower right uh, part of the frame looking toward the left, which is a, uh, like in terms of like the psychology of cinematography is a very weak position to be in. Mm. And Jack is looking down at him. And then when we cut back to Jack in the present, he's in the same position that his past self was looking down to the right, which puts him in sort of a position of power. So um, it's just very interesting how they sort of, Ended that they, scene. they did a lot of that in this episode, actually. Yeah. I didn't mention that because I remember mm-hmm. later there was a couple of like yeah match like match cuts coming out of a flashback into the island, and Jack's in almost the exact same position that he was, and mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of fucking cool. I also wanted to bring up uh, a really interesting point in this scene, which is that uh, so we know that in flashbacks on Lost, they usually opt to give people kind of a goofy wig, but this time they just dyed his hair dark <laughs> so he just had like a really far back receding hairline that was just black <laughs> i'm losing my hair but it's all still very very full of color <laughs> i liked it i liked it a lot john john terry's fucking awesome yeah he, he's offered up some very good performances in what we've seen thus far mm-hmm. um back to the beach boone gets shitty with jack for saving him <sighs> it's super annoying boone's super annoying I run a business, bro. <laughs> what, what's your business selling puka shell necklaces? Like, yeah, because we we what we know that he was a lifeguard or something like that. Because we even see his little his little like lifeguard like Swiss cross necklace I, or whatever. He 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 pretends to know how to do CPR on the pilot. And in an episode where he was hanging out with Locke, he I think he made mention of talking. Um, he 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 ran something like a wedding planner company, or he was the CFO of his mom's company or something. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find out the actual specifics of it. I'm misremembering whatever, but like it's bullshit. Whatever business he's, he runs, it's like, it's a thing that he does for his mom, and he doesn't. It's like a job that doesn't need to be done, but he does it so he can have a title and he can fuck around. Oh, and he's a business in, some, in the sense that we're podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I had a note uh, that I wanted to take a quick vote um, for who should be the island leader: Boone versus Jack. Uh, we've already discussed. <sighs> but yeah, it I, should be Boone. Yeah, I think we are one hundred percent. I want to know what's happening to my money on the island, you know? Like, I just want to make sure I'm making good money decisions, and Boone is the one to lead me there. Dude, uh, if if Boone were alive right now, he'd be big into Bitcoin. (laughs) Cryptos, NFTs, all that shit. He'd be a crypto bro. Jack stops listening to Boone, and nobody blames him. Uh, Because he sees Christian again. Yeah, he sees his dad. I gotta go catch my dad. Yeah. Just (laughs) chase him off into just like... (laughs) 
just <laughs> runs off after him. Back up for a second here yeah. because I something that I thought was really fucking weird about when they show Christian in this shot. Mm. Um, they're like showing him from behind mm. and he's wearing this suit, but then he's also wearing, I think, like white tennis shoes. Correct. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's yeah, he's wearing white tennis shoes. I missed that completely. Oh yeah. Because I was just like, you're not gonna wear a suit and white shoes and then i like paused it and looked i was like are they even tennis shoes? <laughs> yeah they're like i think they're like floppy canvas tennis shoes like white canvas tennis shoes i think they like new balance like <laughs> they're like i think they're like chuck taylor's like i think they're just oh. canvas rubber sold ten- tennis shoes what the fuck all right i'm gonna have to go back it's and check this strange. out we flash back again jack's all grown up now uh he's arguing with margo <laughs> This bitch. I had to look it up. Her fucking name's Margo. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. If you're watching the show with us, you know exactly why Christian fucked off to Australia. Yo. If you're not watching the show, and if you watch it in order, you have no idea. He's like, I, he, he wouldn't want to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, right. That, that, that checks out. Also, nice sweatshirt, Doc. Fine, I'll go get him. Mom, talk me into it. Where is he? Australia. Yeah, and there's all this like programming talk that... that Jack sort of recites in regards to his parents um, or specifically to his father, but the shit that his mom says, you know, you don't understand pressure. You don't get to <laughs> say, I can't not, not after what you did. It's all of this, this very like, yeah. it's, it's abusive. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah. emotionally, mentally abusive language. Yeah. Having, having a hard job does not give you a license to be a cock. Right. It's not a free pass to, yeah, to be a, to be an either an absentee father or an abusive father or just because you're a spinal surgeon. Yes. That's an important job. Be, right. be, you can be a whole human. You can be a, a good fa- a father, a good husband. I really wouldn't know. I've never had a hard job before. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what? what <laughs> we can't say anything about it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I'm, maybe I'm, you I'm can't never be a, a surgeon. So maybe, maybe it does affect your ability to be not a shitty human. Chrissy, from the law of large numbers, with the amount of jobs that you've had, you have to have had one that's hard. <laughs> no, that's why I was able to have so many of them, because they were all really easy, <laughs> and I was drunk for all of them. Oh, so. all right. That's fair. That's fair. We go, go back to, to the beach. Yeah. Uh, Walt is running up to Kate, saying yep. that uh, Claire has uh, fallen down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> Oh no! Oh geez! Oh darn! Ah oh, beans! She's fainted. <laughs> She's pregnant. Okay. And like, I feel like we don't on Claire all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. we just haven't gotten a chance to get to know her. I feel like that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Uh, we will eventually get to know her and probably like her more than we do now because as of right I'm, now, every sure time she's on screen, she's a fucking plot device. Because right. why is Claire in this scene and, and why is it important that she passed out? The water's been stolen. But, well, but but she even says it earlier, or she she says it later to Charlie that like, oh, everyone like doesn't look at me because they know that I'm this like time bomb of responsibility. And I'm like, yeah, that's what the writers are hoping for. You are a plot device. Right. You are yeah. preg- pregnant woman who must be fawned after. I was taking notes about like what impressions people gave me from this episode and the one I had for Claire was just, like she's just a pregnant teen and that's mm-hmm. all she is for a really long time yeah. in the long show. Long time. Yeah, right. we, we saw the episode where she eventually gives birth. It's episode 20. Yeah. 15 mm-hmm. episodes from now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the water's missing. Yep. Um, so Johnny Boy, Saeed, and Kate have a little uh, meeting on the beach, and they're they're discussing sort of the the problem that has arisen with the mm-hmm. with the lack of water. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my sweet baby boy knows where to look for water, so he's gonna go 
save everybody's ass. I like it because he's like, I know where to look. And at first I thought he knew like where to look for who had stolen the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next time we see him, he's like wandering around in the jungle. And I'm like, oh, you're so fucking useless. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know where to look for water. The jungle? That would have been everybody else's idea. Unless you know exactly where the water is. You don't know where to Oh, There's probably fresh water at the island somewhere. Good fucking instinct. <laughs> he is also collecting it when we see him like one drop at a time. And I was like, oh, John, that, oh, that, might, John. Work f- that might work for you. But we have other we have people to worry about. 47. 46. 46. <laughs> yeah, jo- Joanne has had enough to drink. Oh, oh, <laughs> oof. <laughs> yeah, Locke volunteers to look for water, leaving Kate and Saeed in charge since Jack is missing too. Like, uh, you know what? I feel in pretty good hands with Saeed being in charge. Not if he's got fucking Kate sidecarring with him. Like, that's like. I don't know. Well, because, like, again, it's 2004, so you can't leave only a brown man in charge. Then, if you yeah. pair up a brown man with a white woman, that's, then that's basically that's like, like a white yeah, man. Yeah, seven eighths of a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you add up both of them, they're making 30% of what Jack makes. Uh, Off the record. This is off the record. (laughs) (laughs) Come and fucking get us, ABC. I don't give a fuck. I'm scared. Um, (laughs) We we, we cut to the jungle real quick. Jack is continuing to chase Christian. But then I don't think anything else happens in the scene. No. uh, So we cut. He runs after his dad. Yeah, we write. And then we cut to flashback um, into Australia now. Well, and and, and this is what I was talking about when when sort of the the hotel person who's helping him sort of um, be the world's worst Columbo, um, you know, he he says something about like, oh, you know, I don't think anybody was going to rent a car to your dad in his condition. He's like, my father was the head of surgeon. And it's like, like, dude, this guy. Do you know who I am? This. this, (laughs) This man has abused you your entire life, and here you are. Like it's this pre-programmed response that Jack has mm-hmm. to this to to be defensive and to try to like honor his father's name, even though he, you know, I'm sure and when the, he finds out his dad's dead, it's a relief. Well, and, and the amount of guilt that he's carrying because his mother, basically, you know, like mm-hmm. before he left, said, "This is your fault that he ran off." You yeah. know, so it's like also he had a huge hotel room, and Anna Lucia had like. A real shitty room that she was staying in. We find out, so I wonder if they were even yeah, staying the same place. Yeah, but he's the chief of staff. <laughs> I like. To, I like to think that Christian is or surgery. Yeah, he, I like to think that Christian is just getting hammered and forgetting he already has a hotel room, and it just keeps getting a new hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I, I need new sheets. I better get another hotel room. This dude is so fucking drunk. They open the drawer, and there are like two empty like. Huge bottles, not like comp mini bar yeah, bottles. Some fucking of booze, Johnny like, Walker, yeah. Like this dude's. But then I was also hard. like, why did he put them in the drawer? <laughs> right. <laughs> what, well, yeah, what, what drunk cleans up after themselves? Those are empty yeah. on the floor or in the bed. Or... He thought it was the safe. <laughs> I can lock <laughs> that up and maybe the whiskey fairy will fill yeah, it up for me in the morning. Get to put this in the old Fort Knox. <laughs> Cut back to the jungle. Yep. More chasing. Oh man, dad, dad again. Jack, though, not watching where he's going, takes a little spill. Takes a little spill ski. What was the Chris Farley movie where he just like falls down <laughs> that <laughs> hill? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. I was like, dude is fucking just keeps falling and falling and falling. falling. 
This is where uh, Jack dies, and then a new character is introduced, played by Michael Keaton. Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh. no, he he fucking, he quantum leaps into Jack's body. (laughs) Michael Keaton is playing Dr. Sam Beckett. Oh, my God, I'm hard as a rock right now. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, So he rolls down this hill, and then he's hanging from the cliff, and he's hanging there, and as soon as he was over the cliff, I was like, Locke's going to save him. Matthew Fox does a really good job of like looking exhausted. Yeah. Like even even Hurley earlier was like, dude, you look tired. And yeah, like just his slept, physicality, though? he's just holding on and he's like, I'm I, I can't. I just fucking can't right now. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna die. Maybe the show is set up to like think this is the moment where Christian's gonna reach over and grab him by the hand. Yeah. But it's Locke, of course. It's his new dad. <laughs> it's his new pop pop. <laughs> But then also, like, when Locke goes to reach for him, he's, like, super calm mm-hmm. and is, like, smiling. Ice man. Take my hand. Take my hand <laughs> uh, I had a quick note here. Uh, are Jack's stitches better? <laughs> you remember back in the pilot when he had a huge, huge gaping bloody wound on his back? <laughs> they just ripped open. Uh, yeah, he's fine Ooh. he's fine six six days to recover from a gash in your back that size i slept on the wrong side of the pillow last weekend and my neck still hurts <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me some of your back medicine yeah. lock hauls him up over the cliff and it was pretty erotic he's like are you okay and they're just like yeah like basically cuddling <laughs> and jack just goes into a laughing fit which i 100 percent do not blame him like he's exhausted he almost died he's yeah. hallucinating his father like things can't get any worse but they right. can't i mean but they're pretty good too like yeah. as far as like exciting days yeah Locke gets to say that he found the water and saved jack good for him yeah. uh cut back to the beach uh, uh charlie's uh, ministering to claire claire regains mm-hmm. conscious uh, Charlie does a good job here yeah. of sort of like raising Claire's spirits a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's um, actually kind of a cute little cute little scene. Yeah. It's like I can sort of see why like she eventually sort of starts to find some affection for him. Like they, they have this whole will they won't they thing going on. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like, it's because he doesn't stop. It's like one of those things where there's somebody creepy with a smile that won't leave you alone. And then finally they wear you down. <laughs> That's how I got Chrissy That's on this podcast. That's a relationship. <laughs> I recognize this. (laughs) Uh, Cut to Hurley. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Hurley snitches on uh, Jin and Son for having water. uh, And he calls them the Chinese people. Stripes one for Hurley. And this is a whole fucking thing of telephone about who's got the fucking water. Uh, Claire, need, Claire, Claire needs water. Hurley comes over and Jin's son had water. So then they go over to Jin's son and, and Jin's like, I, I got it from son. Like, so he does the thing again that everybody does yep, where he just yep. yells. But the thing is, Saeed fucking knows. Saeed knows that son speaks English or that she at least understands him. Like, because Saeed just knows fucking human psychology and he knows what to look for in his line of work. I love Saeed so goddamn when, much. When he said that, I was like, he's just bullshitting. Oh, wait. No, he knows. He does. He I think knows. he does know. And, like, I don't think that anything in the show has happened, to, like, that is, like, proof. But I mm-hmm. think regardless of that, yeah, I think you're right. I think Saeed yeah. does fucking know. <laughs> he does. He absolutely does. <laughs> so they're like, oh, Sawyer's got water. We'll stake him out. Let's find where his stash is, um, which happens immediately. He, like... <laughs> And it must be 15 feet from the beach. Like, he just, like, goes into the thing and it's just, like, a pile of bullshit uh, there. Like, I got to go visit my friend. Mostly cigarettes. Yeah, I got to go visit my two friends in the woods, Paul and Maul. 
but Sawyer spills the beans. He's like, I didn't steal the water. I traded for that water for a fish. Th- this in in and of itself is is a microcosm of the entire problem that we have with confidence, man. Everybody yeah. just assumes that Sawyer is a total piece of shit. Yep. They don't ask. They just attack him. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he's not a complete piece of shit. He no. might be a little, might be a little snake in the grass. Or he's a little silly right. goose, but like he's, he's not like a bad part. He's not a fucking murderer. You know, right. he's not going to completely abandon everybody. He's just a narcissist. Right. He, yeah, he, exactly. He look. he's a think for, think for himself, think about himself first guy i think it's really easy for me to write off lost as like a very silly show and like not very smart or anything but then like going back to this early episode after having you know watched this a couple of times and realizing that they are planting these little character things mm-hmm. in there i'm like oh yeah it is good like yeah saeed is smart and knows that like understands that son knows english mm-hmm. and like sawyer isn't 100 percent a bad right. guy yeah. like, i think that's actually very good yeah. he okay so sawyer sawyer says water is valueless because it's gonna rain soon um i haven't seen a single rain collector set up on the beach or in the jungle or anything <sighs> like that okay yeah it's gonna rain soon how like you everybody's just standing with their mouths open toward the sky you need to collect like you still have to have a, a mechanism in which to collect falling yeah, sky sustenance. Like we're gonna get into this in just a couple of scenes. All right. Yeah, I just wrote here in huge letters. <laughs> How are you harvesting rain, you knob? Mm-hmm. Come back to the jungle. This is that little spooky like scene with Jack and Locke. Oh yeah, uh, Locke I love is, this scene. This is yeah, so good. Locke's trying to motivate Jack to take responsibility for the survivors. And he's just like, we're gonna need somebody in charge. And everybody's asking why you. Well, why not you? <laughs> right. And and also, there's obviously something like I believe you when you say that you saw somebody. Yeah, the spiritualism. Some, of something Locke. is going on here, mm-hmm. and I I believe you, and I'm into it. Like, what does he what does he say? He's like, so let's say it, say it was a hallucination. When I and I believe you, I believe that you're hallucinating. That's not bad. <laughs> right. But then also, what if you're not hallucinating? When I was first watching this, I I mean, I, I still don't like Locke. I remember it was these kinds right, of scenes. Thanks for joining really us, Chrissy. Me... We're going to end the call now. <laughs> it was these kinds of scenes that really made me dislike Locke because it's like maybe I'm sensitive because I'm like a minority woman, mm. but like I just don't like this wise white guy who wants to tell me how the world works and like yeah. uh, i don't no, know he just reminds me i feel like everyone had this guy like in high school who was like i'm very neutral wise you know i i don't know about this jack or lock here is he's putting jack on the spot to become the leader and it's primary and like i see here lock doesn't want to be the leader he wants to be like a consigliere type role to Jack, which will allow him the freedom to continue to explore the island and explore his spirituality. And like, this is this is this is a little bit of a narcissistic thing from from Locke because mm-hmm. he wants Jack to be in charge so that Locke can do whatever right. He wants. Exactly. He wants he wants to be able to go out and have you know fucking fuck fuck games out in the woods but then he wants an infrastructure and a camp to be able to come back to when shit hits the fan right it's funny because even though i hate Locke, he is taking the position like the exact position that i would want where it's like you get to be kind of like a side mystic Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. isn't leading but is whispering to everyone else that's leading yeah Yeah. (laughs) sort of like a puppet master type of thing the hand of the king yeah Yeah. cut to jack out in the jungle at night he's having a fire we Um, are going to stop 
right here and bring the podcast to a full halt okay. uh, because JP needs to talk about survival stuff again. So Jack ran into the woods just yep. apropos of nothing in the middle of hearing about Boone's shitty business ventures. And now it's later that night and Jack has been able to start a fire with seemingly nothing. You are that good at building a fire and you have not started any sort of still or water desalinization process back at the camp. You have a fire. You're like 33% of the way there. Thank you. Like, <laughs> if you can start a fire and you have a plane full of metal and tubes and plastic, you could be desalinating water by the fucking gallons. That's nope. all I have to say yep. about that. The, audi- the audience cannot see me nodding profusely, but yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, and then he finds a fucking cave. Uh, no, well, there's a quick flashback here. This is where we find out that Christian's oh, right. dead. He died from an alcohol-induced heart attack. Man drank so much that it made his heart blow up. Uh, it's also the nicest slash biggest morgue I've ever seen. <laughs> With just the harshest coroner. Yeah. <laughs> He, like, wasn't being sensitive about it at all. Nah. He was just like, for a man his size. <laughs> Oi, cut. Is this your dad? I, wa- I wanted him to put a number <laughs> on it. Like, because he says, uh, we did a tox screen in his blood alcohol. I was waiting for him to be like, 2.8. It would have killed seven men. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would have killed seven men. However, he was. <laughs> Claire. Claire. We, we found him doing a Sudoku puzzle. Um, uh, <laughs> So, yeah, so Christian's fucking dead. Like, now we get it. They're like, oh, this is how Jack knew he was hallucinating. Christian's dead. Christian fucking died. Mm-hmm. Um, come back to the jungle. Um, Christian, Jack sees Christian again and chases him off to the whatever. Um, and here's my little uh, jump onto your survival thing about the desalination of the fire thing. Uh, George, uh, Jack grabs a, a torch on the fire. That's not how torches work. Mm-mm. Torches aren't just sticks that you set the end on nope. fire. That's nope. not how that works. No, nope. um, no, nope. nope. it would it would be a little glowy. For yeah. a couple of minutes, but and then it would blow, it. and then it would burn out. Be real smoky, and it would get in your eyes no matter what direction you were uh, from being downwind. This is so hard for me to hear because I take all of my survival skills from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God you've never been in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack follows the hallucination into the caves, which have a spring of some kind, along oh. with yeah. They have springs. Great. They also have a fucking pool full of goddamn haunted dolls, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that is when you turn around and you go the other way, my man. You yep. don't mess around with I that shit. I loved this part when he looks down and sees the, like, spooky haunted doll in the water. And then in the background, you start hearing, like, the distorted version of that, like, emotional yeah. thing that they yep. play. Yep. <laughs> chun, 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 this yeah. looks like a really nice place. Get out. Too bad we can't stay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old Eddie Murphy joke that I love. Uh, so, yeah, there's not, not only is there a spring here, there's bits of more bits of the plane and more luggage and a coffin. <laughs> uh, that's apparently made out of fucking, like, particle board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, flashback. Uh, this is Jack at the counter of the uh, uh, airport uh, arguing with the, the gate. Uh, the gate agent whose name is Chrissy. Mm-hmm. His name is Chrissy. <laughs> we, we, I promise we didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> we see Jin, see Jack, and so this is our first little off-island um, 
chronologically anyway, character connection in flashback. But yeah, he wants to take the the the, the airline doesn't want to take the body on the plane, and Jack is under the impression that if he just do, does the thing where he complains about it enough, they'll let him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, Miss. I have a white penis. Uh, I don't think you understood that part when I said I need to put this fucking dead body on the plane now despite any you know international health regulations about the transportation of you know uh, of remains um yeah yeah which are significant chrissy he's the chief of surgery (laughs) (laughs) oh right this way we'll put the body in first class (laughs) cut back to the cave he opens the coffin it's empty oh. um, so jack smashes it to bits he has a he has a little bit of a tantrum yeah but um, it's, it's also this, it's symbolic yeah it's and cathartic and you know all that and whatever this made me think of that scene in kill bill when she punches through the mm, coffin mm-hmm. and i was like maybe it's not that hard <laughs> <laughs> because he like just smacks the yeah. coffin it and then it like apart, bursts yeah. into bits right, if, if we can get some crowdfunding we will get a casket and chrissy we will let you go to town on it just like with a bat we'll let just you punch like street it street fighter style set it on the yeah. sidewalk you get 90 we'll, seconds to wail yeah. on it see we'll how just, much we'll do like an instagram live or something <laughs> this is our Mythbusters episode of lost mm-hmm. <laughs> um and and th- th- this is where i'll bring back the white shoes thing um it's supposed to be a body in a coffin if they wanted to go full blown with the body in the coffin thing like when a, a body's put in a coffin and prepped for burial and all this stuff a lot of times the back of the suit isn't complete um there's like all kinds of tricks about that and like uh i think bodies are oftentimes buried barefoot or, and so like that's the white shoes thing it's like that that was one of the supposed to be one of the indicators to the audience like a subtle little christian's dead mm. um, again i'm just always so surprised when lost does something like detailed or clever <laughs> uh come back to the beach Guess who stole the water? <laughs> fucking of course. Of course, this fucking Tommy Bahama motherfucker. Oh my god, what a dumbass. God, um again, his sort of heart was in the right place. It's just not attached to his brain. I just love that Boone was like, I tried to give her a soda. <laughs> What? A six-day-old been baking in the tropical heat soda? That was your first idea? What the f- Whatever. <laughs> hey, pregnant lady, drink this hot Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is the big speech that a lot of Lost fans know. This, yeah. is, the, this is the thing that- It's actually a pretty well-written speech. You know, the big, the big takeaway. If we don't learn to live together- we're going to die alone. Yeah, that was super good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I looked it up. The, this cue that you were talking about, uh, Chrissy, from, is, it plays in the caves, um, and it plays again here over this final um, this final little montage where Sawyer comes over and busts Boone's balls a little bit. He's like, yeah, I, <laughs> I like feel to be the biggest fucking asshole on the island. Uh, and then Kate and Jack are sitting down and, and having some water, and then you know, Kate's like, you know, what's going on? He's like, what is it? And so this yeah. music is playing throughout. Um, th- th- this cue that plays over the end here is called, <laughs> from, from the official Lost uh, Season 1 soundtrack, it's called win one for the reaper mm. and it's a and it's a variation on a larger theme called life and death um which plays a ton throughout the show yeah, they got a lot say. of mileage out of this not only this larger theme life and death the song itself but then this uh welcome to the or win one for the reaper um plays a lot especially when a main character ends up dying so it's so dumb because like 
anytime I hear that little emotional theme, I get like pretty teary. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like they play it over some pretty mm -hmm. silly things, mm -hmm. but but I mean, it, you know, and that's you know, that, that's the the power that like good or like effective music can have yeah. over something. You know, take something like take that take that music out of that scene, and that scene's kind of whatever. But you put in a good mm -hmm. sound design like that, and yeah, that's it. That's White Rabbit. Yeah, let's do the. Uh End, end of the show end segments. Of the, yeah, let's do it. Uh, the first question that we're going to ask, uh, do we like it wasn't good? There's just this 45 minutes, you know, I'm not thinking about the rest of the show. It's, you know, do we like it wasn't good? Chrissy, what do you think? I mean, I think it's tough. I want to give it a lot of credit because I do know it's an early episode, but I feel like for me, if I was just watching this episode and I was rating this, I wouldn't rate it very high because it is so service level with everyone. Like we were talking about at the beginning, it's a bunch of these quick little scenes mm -hmm. and they're trying to show like everybody interacting with each other. Um, you're trying to like give some big new character details. It just feels like a big summary of everything without really anything happening. Sure. Yeah. It's like a lot of stuff and not much at the same mm -hmm. time. Sure. It's broad, not deep. Yeah. 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 I liked it. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> sure. Um, there, there are some interesting character things that are foundational stuff that happens in this episode that I like a lot. I, I got to the end of the episode and it didn't make me want to run out and watch the next one right away. Maybe was that because of a lack of a cliffhanger? Was it whatever? But I got to the end of it and it, you know there are, we there have been episodes in the past where as soon as it's over I was like I got to see what happens next. This one I was like if if this was two thousand and four yeah I can wait a week no problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, JP. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. it. It is exactly like you guys said. It, it really doesn't drive the plot forward a ton. It's like, hey, at the end of this, we're still just lost. Um, but it, it provides a lot of really good character nuggets that will be drawn upon later. Um, it makes me wonder what the fuck happens between the pilot and this, because I'm like, this to me feels like this should be like right after the pilot. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I did like it. it. It wasn't like you said, it wasn't like oh, God, I got to watch the next episode right now. But, like, it was it was good. I was going to say, I do feel like for um, an episode of Lost on Lost, this kind of episode is, like, one of those ones that is necessary every mm -hmm. now and then just to ground mm -hmm. you. You just, like, need something to check in and be like, this is who everyone yeah. is. Yeah. We need <laughs> this is how they yeah, work. Big time. <laughs> Lost MVP. Let's do it. Lost MVP is our favorite character of the episode, minus your memories, minus your context, minus anything uh, external to White Rabbit, just this 45 minutes. Who is your lost MVP, Chrissy? JP's going to be really unhappy with both of my answers. Oh, no. <laughs> I already know where this is fucking going. My lost MVP is Boone. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> what in the flying fuck is happening right now? He's trying his hardest. You know, he tried to save someone. He was trying to, I don't know, get some water for something well-intentioned, I guess. I didn't totally understand that. He tried to give Claire, Claire, a soda. Um, I don't know. He's just trying. And he does bring up a good point, which you all said you already talk about often, which is who put Jack in charge? Listen, so listen, Chrissy, villains never n perceive themselves as the villains. <laughs> Hitler thought he was doing a good job. Jeez. Uh, Adam, MVP. Uh, JP's going to like this. John Locke. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Uh, and strictly for the fact that he, um, like, uh, I, I was always a fan of the exploration of 
how the island affected characters in in their own personal spiritual journey, like not necessarily like a you know a religious journey, but like a spiritual journey, like their their own spirit and stuff like that. And the only person to really like embrace that from the beginning was Locke, and this is like the first like at least here on the podcast this is the, the earliest sort of lock embracing of that we mm-hmm. see and so that scene in which he was like like i said sort of like selfishly thinking about himself and how he can continue his own journey but yeah like that little scene is like okay this is this is a uh, if nothing else a man trying to make an exploration of his own spirituality which sure. i found kind of interesting so yeah jp lost uh, mvp chrissy the, mm-hmm. Yes, the gate Chrissy, agent. The bitchy yes, Chrissy, white lady. Chrissy, yeah. the gate agent. Listen, it's hard mm-hmm. working anything customer facing, yeah. anything retail, yeah. anything where you just have to deal with people. Airports are stressful. Um, mm-hmm. And now yeah. we have this American uh, <laughs> coming up to the ticket encounter just saying, You need to get my dead dad on this plane. Um, and she does a really good job. I mean, this is 2004. She could have just picked an air marshal out of like any old corner of, of the the concourse mm-hmm. and just had him tased to death. Um, <laughs> and she did a really good job of just being level-headed. And, and I appreciate her professionalism. She's the real MVP. Especially when uh jack started like saying her name yeah. mm-hmm. to like try to connect mm-hmm. with her she did a great job of not um just like flipping yeah. out at that yeah. because i hate it when strangers try to connect with me that way mr shepherd oops beep bat boop just a little computer work there actually you don't have a ticket on this flight get <laughs> fucked mate don't call me chrissy you don't, you don't know, know me mm-hmm. <laughs> yep uh all right the other half of this bit lost forever uh yeah. the person in this episode uh here in white rabbit only uh no memories no context who uh who could we really have done without chrissy what do you think <clears throat> john locke <laughs> I'm sorry, you were kind of breaking um, up on the call there. I, I yeah, go ahead. I, I could, oh, I'm sorry. Could, 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 go ahead and say it again. Yeah. Oh, lose him forever. Um, because, again, I just want to say, I don't know why he decided to adopt the attitude of a pickup artist. He just is so smug. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hate him. Smug, Hate smugness him. is not a not an attractive quality. Adam? Boone. <laughs> no, it's my this turn. How cool do you? Because this is the opposite. Like, uh, Chrissy did Locke and Boone for MVP and Forever. I did the exact opposite. Boone so, and Locke. So y- y'all's two cancel each other out, and mine are the only true ones. So. Uh, Boone, he stole the water. That was a shitty thing to do, regardless of your intentions. And he can't even fucking drown, right? Like, <laughs> he can't even drown, right? <laughs> Boone. How, walk, long, man. how long was he under the water just like Ooh. exactly exactly look at like samwise like oh yeah i forgot i can't swim like, it's too bad he didn't survive <laughs> until greatest hits he could have been the one to do the charlie swimming thing because he can hold his breath for fucking ever apparently yeah yeah whatever oh my jp God. lost forever uh mark silverman um he <laughs> listen how dare you that, I think that fucking kid you're just getting the same left hook delivered to your face over and over and over. Where, where's his dad just teaching him like, like one karate move? Like, you know, just, just, just like, man, man, you got to stand up for yourself a little bit more. Okay. To be fair, he was still standing. <laughs> he was taking a lot yeah, of big hits. Like he was being he was held getting, up. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes were open. <laughs> yeah. 
That's fair. Um, burning questions. Uh, Lost famously brings up things and doesn't necessarily answer them right away. Uh, Chrissy, did you have a burning question, something that came up in this episode that did not get answered that you hope either has been answered previously or will be answered in the future? Um, I don't think this is something that was ever addressed, but what was Boone looking to do with the water? <laughs> Slip and slide. Because <laughs> at the point that he tried to offer Claire the soda, he would have already had the water. Yeah. So what was he hoarding it for? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Adam, burning question. Uh, I, I brought it up earlier, but like, the, where were the flotation devices? Mm. Like, did mm-hmm. they burn all that shit in a signal fire on day three? <laughs> like, Joanna didn't have to die. Or maybe she did. I don't give a Whatever. Mm. JP, do you have one? Uh, we've kind of talked about this before a little bit, but like Sawyer has everything. <laughs> how does the Sawyer horror. have everything? Like, <laughs> I, how did he get everything? Where, why, why do people allow him to have everything? Like, sure. it's yeah. it's just what happened in like the two days of the show that we haven't seen, where Sawyer has all the resources. He got to the island and borrowed one of Boone's pens and then wrote his name over everything. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, I have to respect that. that. Like, guess that belongs yeah. to Sawyer. Holy shit. Mm. S-A-Z-R? I think that says Sawyer. I, th- I don't think that dude can spell. <laughs> what, what if it sa- says that on Charlie's knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, open photoshop okay i'll get to work on that yeah go ahead and get on that right away uh chrissy thank you for so much for being on the show thank you for having me this is this is fantastic we already have you on the list for uh at least one more episode hopefully hopefully many more than that yeah absolutely do you have anything you want to plug no i i have nothing to plug that's That's right Friendship. My friendship is what I would like to that's, plug. That's there we go. actually probably one of the best answers we've had so far. That's, that's very good. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> um, let's see. If you're trying to be lost with us, please check out our next episode. We 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 will be watching season one, episode nine, solitary, featuring mm. Saijara. Oh fuck yes! Now fuck we're yeah. talking. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Lost on Lost. I'm Adam. I'm JP. Do you have any idea what's going on in the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yet.